0: Hey, hey, the following is a clip from our latest exclusive Patreon episode. So if you're intrigued and want to hear the entire episode, head on over to www.patreon.com slash Podcast and become a subscriber. You'll not only get access to this episode, but all of our monthly bonus episodes. So check it out. Hope you enjoy.
1: And back when we dated, blah, blah, blah. She took fencing lessons. I don't or what is it? like I don't know what that's good for. Like like that's not gonna fucking come up. That's so random. Roger,
0: what he what he said was they broke up because she wanted to pursue fences. Okay, okay,
1: that's
0: what I <laughs> I'm like well, how do you break you break up with somebody because you I'm sorry, honey, I can't be with you anymore. I want to go fencing.
1: <laughs> I, oh, my God. And, like, honestly, though, like, the, that's that's what this film is. The dialogue, like, at times, it's so bad. It's just, like, you stop and you squint and you're like, what? Like, what did they just say that doesn't make any sense at all? It's it, I feel someone who wrote this, who first language is not English. Like I think this had to be written by a German person and then it was poorly translated. And like, this is what they got without going over it for another draft.
0: Yeah. So these are the, these are the five main characters that are trying to get to this island for a rave. Um, This is about the extent that you really get any information on these characters. There is no other, there's no, no character development in this film. None of these characters I could give a fuck about because they, there's no personality to them. I, I, and in fact, like the two guys, these Greg and Simon, I just had, I had such a hard time remembering which one was which. I mean, there's no same, nothing that makes them stand out except the one of them. We find out, is supposed to be... Did you catch this? He is supposed to be the most famous yes. underwear model <laughs> in the United States, and he looks like fucking Howdy Doody. I'm oh like,
1: my- you, really? Oh, my God. Well, even, even his looks aside, it's more like like, wait what like it doesn't ever come back into play at all like they just throw it out there i think they're trying to make the people seem more impressive than they are so that's why they keep saying like like i said like <laughs> nothing but fucking eye candy or this this fucker the the number one underwear model in america like is there even such a thing as a a number one underwear model there's so there's hundreds of thousands of them Whatever I don't I don't know how they would rank that, but okay, we'll roll with it. So the underwear model and his friends are on this goddamn. They're they're getting on this boat. Uh, they missed the one, so they have to secure transportation to this rave via a sailboat. Um, and so as they go to pursue that, we are intercutting with moments of the rave. And I only want to bring this up now because the rave is far less of an experience than you expect it would be and the the bits that you see of the rave i'm sorry they talk about like this they talk about this rave that it's going to be like literally they say (laughs) the biggest rave of the year and this is this looks like some fuckers like backyard barbecue where they hired a, a cheap local like white trash dj and they're like play whatever the fuck you want and she's playing that goddamn video game music and like it is the the lamest rave I've ever well, seen always, in my life. But
0: I thought, yeah, because I thought raves were supposed to be like edgy and like industrial. When I think of a rave, Roger, I think of like this grungy building in, in a downtown area that's, you know, and is very industrial looking. This this is literally bright, broad, broad daylight, a, a makeshift stage in the middle of the this field. Nothing looks like a rave.
1: The only thing they've got, Troy, is a gigantic sign that says Sega, Sega. and you know that's all Sega gave them. They're like, "Here's five thousand dollars, <laughs> and here's a Sega billboard. Do what you want." And like, that's it. That's all this. That's all this rave has to offer is a fucking Sega sign.
0: Well, half of the people they're they're trying to dance. There's girls that are topless. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's I guess that's a rave, right? Some topless girls. We do get it, Rudy is already at the rave, so we do get introduced to him real quick. This is supposedly our main character. Why not? I don't know. They, yeah, they they have to secure another boat because the boat that was supposed to take them had already left. I I think it's Greg or is it Simon? One of the two goes to the only like boat that he sees docked at the dock and he gets on and he's looking for, you know, the owner of the boat. Out pops Clint Howard looking like Lon John Silver. (laughs) This... Okay.
1: Snow <laughs> wait stop! Oh, my God! He does! He does! Oh, my God! That is definitely... That, like, he is serving... He is serving <laughs> long, long shot silver for days. Like, it is the, the matching yellow rain slicker and, like, headpiece. Oh, my... And he's... We've seen Clint Howard Troy in some pretty... Rough performances, but I've got to say, man, by far this is the worst we have ever seen from Clint Howard, and that's saying quite a lot. <laughs> like,
0: I have written in capital letters. He is awful.
1: <laughs> He's—it's not even accent. He's just giving this weird, like, tone to his voice that sounds extremely theatrical and staged, and he just like listen. I respect the player, but God, I can't stand the game in this movie. Like, you know, Clint Howard has been attached to a lot of iconic indie B-horror movies. But this, I mean, I guess you would hope or expect for him to be like a saving grace. Uh, He is not. He is actually quite difficult to watch on camera.